Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. There are exactly 315 days left in 2019. If you have not started a movement, you will start one after this show today. I am your host, Shannon D. Hughes, and you are now tuned in to the movement. We share ups and downs, pitfalls, victories, and what is to come, and we talk about stories that connect the human spirit. I just gave you some numbers. Let me give you a few more. 866-472-5795 is the toll-free number here at Voice America, 866-472-5795. We have international number as well, 001-480-398-1405. If you don't want your voice to be heard, you can do it via email at the show's uh, email address, Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. That's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. Remember to tune into the movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America's Influencers Channel. You can also check us out on Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, like us on LinkedIn and Twitter as well, and you can listen to the episodes on demand. My guest this week, I was put in touch with him a few weeks ago, and then we had a conversation about a week and a week and a half ago, and I always like to talk to my guest and just get a feel for him, and he just started talking, and he just started talking, and I, and I just, the last thing I said to this person was, whatever you do, say everything like that on your interview uh, on the 20th of February, because I was just pulled in by this individual. Born in the Philippines, comes to this country, makes big for himself. Obviously, he's it's obviously, you know, when you come from a foreign country, there's always that little thing that people say that they can't make it here. They can't make it here. Well, this is the place where dreams come true, and this man has done that as well. He was a manager at a big chain of restaurants at the age of 17. He went on to work for some other big companies as well and decided he wanted to do big things for himself. This man is an entrepreneur, and this is just an all-in-all great guy. He is the president and CEO of Fan TV. I cannot wait to, for you all to hear this guy's story. Dean Arcelius, welcome to the movement. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. Thank you, man. Honored to be here. I'm very excited, Shannon. Oh, thank you for coming on. I know you you are as busy as they come, and I'm glad I was able to get an hour for you today. So I just wanted to have you come on. I appreciate you give, uh, giving the, my, my uh, audience some time today. So, Dean, let's let's start way, way, way back. I had mentioned that you were born in the Philippines. You came over to the States at an early age. Why don't you give uh, the Movement Nation just a little background about your childhood and what, what it was like growing up and before you before you even came over to the States. Can you tell us what that was like? Absolutely. You know, um, growing up in the Philippines, you know, it's a third world country. So, you know, it's been tough, you know, a lot, a lot of times, like I said, uh, I think when I spoke to you, I was mentioning like, you know, uh, some of my cousins, you know, they, they would have some food from, you know, the U.S., grapes, you know, fruits, uh, candies, and they would actually kind of show it off to me in front of me because uh, we, were, we were pretty poor, man. We were living in a kind of a little hut in the Philippines and we'd, mm-hmm. we'd stay over once in a while over my uh, grandma's house and all that. So, once in a while, my uh, my cousins would invite me to go to their house. But then before I entered, they would say, do I have money? Do I have food? And if I didn't have that, what they'd do is they just shut the door on me because they had a TV there, mm. right? So, you know, uh, growing up where we didn't, we didn't have nothing, no toys, no no TVs, uh, no radio, uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to go to see if I can watch because they invited me. And then since I didn't have that food or money, you know, they just shut the door, like I said, and there was like that uh, drapes open in the window. So I was kind of trying to look in there and then they just shut the drapes on there too. So, you know, it, it was pretty tough, man, you know, uh, try, trying to live in the third world country. And uh, it was pretty much of a blessing when I was five years old coming in here. So a lot of challenges, but a blessing that I was actually able to come here in the U.S. When you, being that young, and again, when you're that young, there's probably some things you remember and some that you won't remember. And, you know, you were kind of getting shut out and all of that. Were, did you, looking back on it now, Dean, did, was it just like, oh, okay, this is just the way it is? Were there days that you were really sad about it? Was it, was it just, it is what it was at the time? Can you tell me what, at that time, being, I mean, I know that you were very young. 
what was that like? Was it just like, you know, this is nothing or this is the way it's supposed to go or, oh my God, I, I want to be somewhere else. Can you, can you tell me what your mindset was like, even though you were very young at that, at that age? Yeah, you know what? You're right. But, you know, around that age, you still always remember those, those, those things that happened to you, right? So it was just like yesterday. So, yeah, you know, I was like wondering what's going on. Why, why is it like that? You know, because I understood that, you know, we weren't, you know, we we were we were kind of we were struggling back in in, in the Philippines. You know, uh, living in a third world country, and uh, when you have cousins that actually are taken care of from their, their 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 father from the U.S. or whatever country where they're being sent a lot of food, a lot of clothes, we we didn't have that much clothes, or or, or you know, and we were just uh, getting by all the time every day. You know what I mean? So for me, it was just like I didn't know what that meant, but to me, it just felt like you know, why is it like this? You know, I, I would. I was I was thinking like, okay, they have everything, but we don't. But I'm still happy because we have a, a good family where they give us a lot of love. Right. So we had a lot of love versus they had a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, for me, it was okay. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So uh, and before we talk about your journey to the United States, let's talk about you talk about your family. Were there? I'm sure there were, but I would love for you to, to uh, kind of talk about it the days of having fun, what, what, what kind of things did you do for fun to take your mind off of, you know, those things that you talked about here briefly earlier? Yeah. You know, um, you know, just hanging out with the family where we would just take walks and then, uh, you know, it's like, you know, where we live, uh, there was a lot of things to do. You know, there would be a little river where you could actually swim in there. There would be like, uh, mm-hmm. picking fruits, um, you know, and and looking at different um like birds and 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 different kind of uh, insects and animals that would be around there. So it's a pretty entertaining area there where you know it's like nature. You know, so that was a lot of stuff right. that we were able to do. You know, and really enjoy and, and and be with people. You know, like that um that I was able to kind of bond with, especially with family, and and, and that's how we kept it. You know, we it was more uh, family oriented versus. Now it's like uh, you know everything runs through social media and all that stuff. So it's pretty, it's, right. it's pretty uh, kind of like shocking these days, like how everything's run through social media and not too much of the time how it used to be back in the days, you know. Right, right. And what was um, now? You were you probably didn't start school yet, but do you remember anything about the schooling and everything uh, when you were when you were younger? What was that like? Was school right near you? Were you homeschooled? How was what was that like at that time? Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, school's funny. I actually went to school there, and like okay. kindergarten, right? And 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 it, it was very strict, man. Uh, to be honest, it was pretty nuts. Where uh, the the teachers can actually discipline you, where they have rulers, they can actually slap you on the on the butt for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know, um, me going in there, it, it, it was pretty shocking. Just kind of figure out like going to school, and, and they were able to discipline you. So I always had to make sure I was good. So it was kind of scary going to school. Uh, Making sure that like if we made a mistake or something went wrong, they can do that to us, you know. And 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 that's that they had that right back in the days, man. That was a while back, you know. So right. it, it was kind of a shocking uh, thing for me, but you know, again, uh, I always listen and I always do the good things in life, and I was brought up to do the right things all the time, every time. That's awesome. Dean Arcelius is my guest here on the Movement every Wednesday at two p.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America's Influencers Channel. All right, Dean, so talk about your move here to the States. What do you remember about coming to the States and just, just some of your memories of what that was like? Were you scared? Were you, were you excited? Were you just kind of, well, let's just see where this goes. Tell me what you remember about that. Yeah, coming to the United States, man, it was a, it was a, good, it was a good learning experience. And, uh, you know, coming... Like flying in an airplane for the very first time, and then and then uh, and you you, see, you you feel the trembling, you know what I mean? When 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 you're flying, you know what I'm saying? So that's a little bit scary. And then, mm-hmm. and then as, as soon as we landed, man, uh, you know my cousins, my aunties, they, they greeted us and picked us up. And one of my cousins would play around and and say, uh, "Hey, look, I'm gonna do magic and I'll make these doors open." So when we walked uh, through that, you know you know that thing that opens the door that opens. I was like, yes, yes. wow, he has magic. <laughs> and then my auntie goes, and she was driving us around, right? And my auntie goes, see all those houses? I own all those houses. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of houses because we didn't even have a house in the Philippines. So I was just like, you know, everything wow. they told me, man, I, I was just like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is a big place. And then 
And, and it was pretty unique, man, because where I was, it was more of a, like a, a village. You feel me? So it wasn't like yes. you see these houses, you see the cars. There was like a village. Mm-hmm. You'll see little tricycles. Once in a blue moon, you might might see a uh, a car, and you know what I mean. But here, you saw so much cars and so much so much houses. So I was pretty kind of like shocked, man. And the food here was like, wow, look at these fruits and vegetables and good food, you know. Versus in the Philippines, we were we were uh, the way we were able to get food is really uh, grow the grow take it from the trees and the plants and whatever was there mm-hmm. is what we made out of it, you know. Wow. And how did the rest of your family, it seemed like you were kind of excited about it. How did the rest of your family adjust to the move to the United States? Were they just as excited as you were? Were they, were there some difficulties that they, what can you tell me what you remember about how they adjusted when they came here as well? Well, no, I think they, they all pretty much, much were uh, culture shocked, you know, if you can say it that okay. way, culture shocked. <laughs> right. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we would be in our slippers, shorts, you know, tank tops. You know, and, and uh, here, everybody was all dressed up. They had clothes, they had nice uh, shoes, everything, which we didn't really have in, in the Philippines, right? And uh, right. They, 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 were, they were pretty much like, uh, felt the same way as I did because, again, there's four of us. I have a one one older sister, one older brother, and a younger sister. We're all a year apart. So okay. growing, up, uh, growing up together, uh, we all kind of like seen, like, you know, everything that we saw here was pretty much what I felt and what they felt. It was pretty much similar to what I uh, I was feeling too, and the way they were feeling, you know. So yeah, that's all I can tell you, man. Because we were still young, man, and uh, we were just shocked, right? And we were just pretty, uh, pretty, pretty. We were pretty happy, but to the point where, man, it's really cold in here, because <laughs> you know it's so hot in right. the Philippines, and you come down there, it's like, right. whoa, what what just happened? <laughs> it's freezing. <laughs> Oh man! See, you remember that though, did you? <laughs> that part you remember—that's <laughs> funny. See, our serious guests here on uh, the Voice America's Influencer Center on the Movement. Dean, we got a couple minutes before the break. Now, I don't want to assume when you came to the states, but were you able? To, were you speaking English when you got here? Or did you have to learn the language? And, and what about the rest of your family? Yeah, yeah, that was tough, man. Uh, we couldn't even speak any English at all. Uh, people talked mm-hmm. to us. They can relate to us, so we didn't understand each other at all, basically. So that was mm. that was very tough, man. Uh, no schooling, learning from uh, or anything in English. So we were just like body language, you know, what, 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 when we were talking and all that stuff. So we can relate to one another at all. So that that was kind of tough, you know what I mean? And how did you all work your way through that? Was it just being around other people that speak English? Remember, at this time. There was no Rosetta Stone. You 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 had right. to kind of just learn it from being. So did you just learn it from being around other people and just getting acclimated that way? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, um, you know, going to school and all that stuff. Um, you 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 learned it from people just talking to them. But a lot of body body language and, and expression. That's how I was able to kind of understand what what it meant. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when they did something, I would ask. In my own language, which they didn't understand, but but I would make them do like body language or expression, so I would understand okay. what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And which part now? When you all came up, what, what did you come in? Did you come into Florida, Texas? What did what did you all come in through? And and what was it like when you all got settled in? And actually, we actually came from a uh, in San Francisco uh, airport, man. Oh, okay. So we're we're right. yeah, we're in Daly City, brother. Uh, Daily City. It's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of Filipinos in Daily City. I didn't even realize, man. And uh, you know, it's funny. Like uh, with with uh, with the uh, in Daily City, there's a joke I just want to share with you. It's funny. Uh, they was because it's always foggy in Daily City, right? And they right. say it's a Filipino joke, man. They said, "Why is it always foggy in Daily City? Because all the Filipinos are cooking the rice." <laughs> <laughs> God, man. You feel me? Because we're, we're near the ocean, so it's always foggy, brother. But they said it's always the food that's cooking the rice because we cook a lot of rice and eat a lot of rice, right? So the steam comes out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend of mine his Tony, named Tony who's listening to this show. I know he's going to be laughing after I've contacted him yeah. after that show. He just told that it's too funny. 866 866-472-5795. 866-472. Five seven nine five. You are talking to the CEO of Fan TV, Dean Arcelius. His track from the Philippines is something that grabbed me when I first talked to him a couple of weeks ago. 
and we are crunch time up against the break. So, Dean, this is what we're going to do. We're actually going to take a break here. But, Dean, when we come back, what I would like to do is talk about as you're now your oldest, now you're now you're past five years old. I want you to talk about what was it like going through the schooling. What was it like growing? What which growing into what? What were some things that you had to go through? Some things that shocked you. Some things that didn't. Some things you liked. Some things you didn't like. I've always been interested in listening to someone from another country's trek. What the things they had to go through, and you know. What was that like making an adjustment? Because it can't be easy for everybody. I'm sure, and you've already talked about it a little bit. So I want to talk about talk about you at an earlier at an older age, going through this, and see what that was like for you. So, and I want to welcome some calls in as well. And if they have any questions or comments they want to ask you, again, eight six six four seven two five seven nine five is the toll free number. International, we got an international flavor on the uh, guest on the line, so I might as well get that number out again zero zero one. 480-398-1405-001-480-398-1405-Please email the show, Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. I want to welcome everybody in. I know Fan TV, the Again, catch this re-air of this episode on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and you can also catch it as well on uh, Twitter. As follow us on Twitter as well, and you, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode, especially when we're going to the next uh, chapter of this man's life. So, thank you all for listening, and we're going to take a break right now. So, we are going to take a break with my guest, the CEO of Fan TV, Dean Arcelius, here on the movement on Voice America's InfluencerChannel.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 866-472-5795 is a toll-free number for my powerful guest, Dean Arcelius, founding member and CEO of Fan TV. Please, this, this man's story is tremendous. International, 001-480-398-1405. One of the, the joys I have of doing the show is when I get to talk to my guests before the show, after the show, and during the breaks. We, some some of the, the stuff is gold that comes up, and I had said something to her at the break about you know, Dean, we're going to talk about the next chapter of his life. But, Dean, if you do me a favor, please share with the owners what you just told me 
before you came here. I think people need to hear this. Dean, the floor is yours. Please tell that story. All right. Can you, can you hear me, Shannon? We good? Yes, I can. We we can hear you, my man. Okay, brother. So, you know, coming in here, you know, it, it was it was hard because, uh, so my dad got petitioned by the sister from the U.S., okay? And they said that you can only bring one person. And my dad said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go to the U.S. unless my whole family comes in. And there's six of us, all right? And uh, so what he did was when he went to the immigration, he brought our pictures and showed it to, to the lady that was in charge of the immigration. And he said, look, if I'm going to go to the Philippines, I need to make sure that my family goes with me. If they don't go with me, then I'm not going to the U.S. Basically, that's what he said. And uh, what happened was, um, you know, my, my dad went first and then uh, to, to, to the U.S. And then um, my, my auntie didn't expect us to come because my auntie said, like, how is that possible where you're the only one that, 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 can, uh, that was supposed to come here and you were able to petition and get it approved for all your family, your kids, and your wife to be here? That's what she was saying because mm. she said, I didn't never, because I, I would never advise that because they might deny you. And, and you did that, and you took the risk. So my dad took that risk that we come in a package. Either I come here, uh, I come here with my family, or I don't at all. And, and somehow, some way, it was, it was God's will that we were here. And that's how we were able to come here. Oh, man. God makes a way out of nowhere, don't it, Dean? My, that is, that is, wow, that, that is fantastic. 866-472-5795. Dean Arcelius is my guest. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought there for a minute, Dean. All right, so, <laughs> let's, all right, so let's talk about, uh, as I was mentioning before the break, um, so, so you becoming, uh, the name of the episode that I um, named the dubbed it, so it was from boy to man to fan, and we'll talk about fan in a minute, but you were a boy, so now you're growing up, you're becoming a man. Talk to me about some of the interesting things that you went through coming up, you know, growing into you know, the United States and, you know, you were talking about culture shock, talked about some of the things that you went through. I don't, we, wherever you want to go, education, working, whatever you wanted to talk about, I, I would love to hear this. Absolutely. Okay, man. So, uh, you know, coming in here, we were staying at my auntie's house and there was like six of us. So there was one, there was an apartment basically we were living in, man. I, I still remember it, 311 Pie Street in Daly City. It was a one bedroom apartment and uh, there were six of us. So we're like a pack of sardines, brother. Um, we're all sleeping together on, on, on the floor. And, uh, you know, every time the landlord would come in, you're only allowed to have like three people, like uh, um, a parent and one kid, right? So every time the landlord okay. would come in, we'd have to run and hide or go downstairs until he leaves because we were not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? But we had no okay. choice coming in here in a third world country. We had to make sure that we were okay. You know, so that, that was kind of hard. You know, imagine you going up, you're like close to uh, um, high school and you, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're, you're dating, your friends come around. So it was always there. It's like a, it's always like a, a pack of sardines and, 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 and uh, a house like uh, all filled, filled up all the time, right? So most of the time we would just say, okay, we're going to go out to our, across the street from our auntie's house and we'll let you hang out with your friends and give you a little space. You know, that was kind of hard trying to share that. And then imagine we have one phone. And we're here talking to all the all, all our friends in there, so we'd have to take turns in line every thirty minutes or an mm-hmm. hour. Whose turn is it, and all that? And you would get into uh, fights because you know, hey man, you passed five ten minutes. What are you doing? You know, my boyfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend is waiting for you. You know what I mean, brother? It was, it was funny. You know what I mean? It, we'd always get into those kind of fights. You know, and then um, but you know, going growing up, you know, growing up, going to school, you know, um, I was actually, you know, um, I came here and I, I was five. And then I guess uh, I started school at, uh, when I was six. And what they told me is, you know, hey, you, you, you can't, you can't be, you, you can't be, uh, you know, they were putting me in, in, in uh, I was supposed to be in first grade. They said, you can't be in first grade. They said, we have to demote you and bring you down to uh, kindergarten. So I went okay. to kindergarten, from first grade to kindergarten with my sister. So now people are thinking we're twins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. So they, I, mm. I, I, it's like, you're, 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 you're supposed, I'm supposed to be in first grade and, and, and my, da- my, my sister is in kindergarten, but they put us all in the same grade. So uh, all my life till high school, we were called twins because of course, you know, you guys in the same grade, right? Right. Twins basically. Right. So it, it was kind of funny that way, man. And it was just like, 
you know, people were asking me, uh, said, um, well, you know, you're one year older than your sister. Did you, did you, did you like, um, did they hold you back? You know what I mean? So every, uh, throughout, mm-hmm. throughout that whole time where from grammar school to high school, I was always asked, you know, did, did I flunk? You know what I mean? So that was kind of right. like, wow, you know, I, I already set, I was already set for failure. But the worst part is, brother, was here comes my auntie. Um, so mm-hmm. every, every quarter, she would compare my grades to her daughter. And she would okay. always uh, make fun of me and say, oh, look at this guy. Like, I will get C's or D's because I don't know how to speak English, right? I'm here mm-hmm. trying to learn the language. But so every, every quarter, man, uh, she would be on the dot t- taking uh, my, my uh, report card and her report card and comparing it. And, and she would make fun of me saying that, you know, in, in our language, oh, he's dumb, he's stupid, uh, laughing like it's a joke, right? But that hurts me mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a young kid and I, I'm already being set to, to be a failure to the point where I'm supposed to be dumb and stupid, right? Excuse my English right. uh, and language. So, but but that, really, that really affected me where, you know, um, people would, uh, uh, she would say that to me. So every, every quarter, I would be scared to show my report card. She always has something to say, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, um... My, my, you know, like me not able to speak English. I had friends, so mm-hmm. a lot of my friends would make fun of my language. They would say, or, or call me a fob, fresh off the boat. Oh, look at this fob, can't even speak English, laughing at me. And then I would right. have like secondhand clothes from my brother. You know, every year, his clothes would go to me. So uh, some, of her, some, some of the people would see my brother wear that, and I would wear it the next year. And, and they would mm-hmm. laugh at me and say, ah, look at this guy wearing secondhand clothes. Why do you have a hole in there? Can't you, can't you even afford any clothes? Like, you know, they would laugh at me, you know, or, or I would right. be talking to a girl and, and, and they would say, hey, dude, isn't that your brother's uh, clothes you're wearing? You know, stuff like that. They would, people would try to put me down that way, you know. But, you know, I'm always a positive person, man. Uh, I just let it in, let it out. And I'll just say, hey, you know, one day I'm going to dress up good. One day I said that. One day uh, I'm going to prove everybody wrong that I'm not stupid, I'm not dumb. So I was set for failure, and, and, and people would bully me around, like, making fun of me like that, man. And, uh, you know, I overcame that situation, and, you know, I just kept moving forward. And I, I always just thought, hey, you know what? I'm still young. I still have big dreams. And one day, right. I, I would probably show them that my success, because, you know, success is the best revenge in life. So I'm not here to talk. Absolutely. I was all about action and, and learn. And let, me, and let me ask this question before we move on to the next chapter of your life, Dean. So... When you were talking about your auntie kind of belittling you and comparing, you know, uh, comparing, you know, your grades and everything, that had to be tough in the sense, not only because it's coming from a family member, but you come to the States and you're already going to deal with some type of pushback from the people that are already here that know the language and everything. And now you have to deal with internally your family, one, a family member kind of belittling you like you already did it from a school where people are saying, oh, you know, you don't speak English well, you, you know, you don't like your clothes or whatever. Now you have to go home at the, you know, with your grades and she's comparing. So how, I mean, I know you've talked about it briefly, but did that enter in your mind? Like, man, I'm, I'm getting it from both angles. I'm getting it from, you know, <laughs> to people that live in the country and I'm dealing with my family and we all came over here together to make a better life. And I'm kind of getting, getting shown the door. Like I am not smart enough. I am not good enough. Did that ever cross your mind did you ever look at that angle as well yeah you know what uh i, I did man um you know that that's what made me who i am right now brother i'll be honest with you right now yeah. it's a mm-hmm. learning experience uh the challenges i made i made all those challenges to be my strength you feel me so yes you know um in, in high school <laughs> it's funny i barely almost didn't graduate bro what happened was mm. you know i've i've I didn't like school, you know, because I felt like every time I'm in there, people would have to say something about me or right. they always compare my grades. Still through high school, they're still trying to compare my grades. So I would cut class for the whole semester, man. And uh, this is on senior year because I was trying to find myself. I was a little bit lost trying to figure out, hey, you know what? Every time I go to school, it seems like someone else has to say something about me. So I, I, I did that trying to find myself. So uh, on my senior year, man, uh, on the last quarter, I, uh, you know, people only had two, two, two uh, classes to go to. I had eight. <laughs> I went from zero period to seven to the seventh uh, uh, period to work experience. So I've literally worked, man. Uh, the people got off school maybe around eleven o'clock. I would get off at three mm-hmm. o'clock and stay up for for extra time till four. 
And then after that, mm. um, when it hits seven o'clock, I'm 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 there working on almost like uh, uh like uh, at nighttime. So I would work graveyard at the bank, man, and and, and that's what it was kind of tough. Yeah. So imagine that uh, school and and that, uh, a graveyard stuff like you no, know, just doing something uh, for work. And um, I was able to get work experience, and and I had uh, you know, the the principal goes, look, you're short on PE two credits, but you're over. Uh, credit on the work experience, so I had like three uh, credits extra. So he said, "We'll swap it and we'll let you graduate." Man, wow, you know, it was a nightmare, brother. It was like every every day I would wake up, or, or sometimes I have a nightmare and dream that I'm not going to graduate. Imagine that. Right. So right. I was like, "Whoa, man!" I, that was a blessing again for me. You, you know what I'm saying? And uh, in between there, like I yeah, in between there, I was actually working for Domino's Pizza when I was 17 years old. You know, okay. um, working late at night and all that stuff. So. You know, um, it, it was a good learning experience, but also it, it was it was just funny, man. Uh, almost not graduating. Imagine that. You know, I have the nightmares almost every other uh, week or so. Mm. Dean Arcelius is my guest here on the Movement every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America's Influencers Channel. So, talk about expand on that a little bit. We got a few minutes before the break, Dean. Talk about. All right, so you talk about being 17 and you're working all these ungodly hours. Let's just call it for what it is. And then mm-hmm. you you kind of become, you know, the lead person. You kind of become, what, what manager or something of that? And you kind of yeah. take off. Talk about talk about that. Okay, so the funny part is, like, uh, when I was 17, so I was, I, was, I was making the pizzas, flipping the pizzas and all that stuff, right? And some of the managers were lazy, to be honest with you. They would just leave me there, and I would work hard. I was, I would, I'd be the first one there and the last one there. So there was a time where the the owner came in, and I was just taking care of all the pizza, taking all the calls while they're kicking back in in the back of the office while I'm doing all the work. And the the, the owner came to me. Uh, he says, uh, "What's going on here? Uh, where's the manager?" I said, "Oh, he's in the he's in the office taking care of some inventories." And he says, "What are you doing here? Uh, how come you're by yourself?" Well, I'm the assistant manager. So um, I'm making sure that the the shop is running good and make sure the drivers are delivering uh, on the right time, right, uh, and making it the time because you know if if they miss the, that time frame, if it's either third, uh, if it's missed within 30 minutes, it's free. That was back then, man. It was funny. It was pretty hectic, pretty crazy. But uh, he said, "Wow." So okay. So he went by that. So ever since then, he he said that I was the assistant manager. So the owner said, "Oh, you have a good assistant manager here. He takes care of a lot of things that." make sure the shop is running. So, you know, I want to make sure it's taken care of. So I was acknowledged to be the assistant manager opening, and they gave me the key to open and close the, the shop on that part. So that was kind of funny, mm. man. And then, uh, you know, and then going back, and then, and then after that, I came to the banking industry for 20 years. So I don't know if you want me to go a little further from there, or do we have time? You know what? We got about a minute and a half. You want to give us a little brief intro on that, and we're going to talk about that on the, on the other side of the break. Just give us what that was like just for about a minute and a half, if you got. Okay. So, you know, again, you know, um, I had an opportunity to go to work at a bank, and my brother, he was working at the carousel for the uh, call center at Bank of America. And uh, so he was about to quit. So he actually uh, referred me to take over his uh, position, and from there... No, that was my new journey going to the bank, you know, starting my new life at the bank. Wow. And did you enjoy it? To be honest, what did you enjoy it? Absolutely. What was that like? I mean, you went from the food industry to the banking industry. Did you enjoy your 20 years? I'm, I'm sure that had to be some, you know, that had to be pretty exciting for you, especially for where you came from to where you were at that time. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I have a lot of details on how that went. So, just the the call center itself, um, I, and I'm going to tell you a story about that. I think we'll have time on that one. Well, you know, there was two guys. Uh, I, I was Gilbert Arcelius. This guy was named Gilbert almost uh, same last name as me. So they got confused, okay. man. And, and what happened was in the call center, you know, they give you the credit, they give you the awards and all that. So I talked to the uh, manager, said, "Look, people are getting confused between me uh, and Gilbert this and Gilbert that, right?" I said. You know, knowing the fact that I said, we need to make a change somehow, right? And I said, look, uh, to me, in my mind, I'm, I was a uh, Elvis fan and a James Dean fan, right? I wasn't going to call myself Elvis, and I wasn't calling myself uh, James. So I said, oh, you know what, Dean, you know, I'm 18 here right now. I, what if I use Dean? And I told them from that point on, I said, uh, my name is Dean Arcelius. So they, they all uh, introduced me as Dean Arcelius. 
And from that point on, brother, that's when I, my, uh, my, my uh, 20 years of uh, banking became, uh, you know, very successful. Oh, wow. That is such a perfect segue into our commercial. James Dean Arcidius is my guest here today on the movement. 866-472-5795. That is, I love that story. When we come back on the other side of the break, Dean, we have got to talk about fan TV and being the vice president of the Filipino Chamber of Congress and all the other stuff. And I know you had some, uh, did some promotion for that to the recent Pacquiao fight and all the things that went on there. You have definitely got to talk from where you started five years old to where you are now is just amazing. And you have got to talk about that on the other side of the break. 866-472-5795. Email the show, Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, the movement.com. Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, the movement.com. Again, I named this episode from boy to man to fan. So you heard the boy, you heard the man. Now you're going to hear about fan as in fan TV. When we come back with our guests for the final segment on the movement, Dean Arcelius is my guest. We'll be right back here on the movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. And this show is called The Movement. If you have heard my guest story today, you hear all the movements in his life, and he has not stopped moving yet, and I know he won't. Dean Arcelius is my guest here on the final segment of The Movement. we still got a lot to cover here in this last 20 minutes. So, oh, Mr. Dean, so I want you to talk about fan TV. How did you start this? Talk about fan TV a little bit, and how did you start this, and where, where, you, where, and where it is now. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know what, man? Um, th- this was actually a blessing for me. So working for 20 years in the bank, you know, I, I was I was at BFA managing. I was at City Financial doing mortgage loans, personal loans, and all kinds of loans. I always tell people, you know, whenever we did our uh, meetings, I said, can't we all just get a loan? You know, that was just kind of a joke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then I, I worked for uh, uh, Wells Fargo. I was business consultant, financial advisor for multi-million dollar companies. And there was a guy, one of my clients, that came in and said, hey, I have eight channels. I said, what? Eight channels? Yeah, you know, I said, yeah, man, I have one that's open. And it was number eight. You know, I love eight, because mm. I was, like, thinking, like, hey, eight is a good number. And if you if you right. turn it on the side, it's, it's, it's a symbol of infinity. So, you know, I was just like, wow. I think uh, I asked him, do you have a Filipino-American network channel? And Because uh, there's already a Filipino channel. I said, a Filipino-American network channel, a Philam channel. He says, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I said, I'm interested, because... The way I saw the Filipino Americans would mix with black, white, Asian, 
uh, Latin, so on, right? So by building diversity, unity, collaboration, I was able to give mm-hmm. a voice and a face for it. people who, who felt like they were, they were um, uh, mixed, where they didn't know where they fit in. So this, this platform was for all walks of life because everybody that was mixed with a uh, different race, uh, you know, that, that was my audience, man. I said, this is the Filipino-American. It's not about, like, you know, just, just uh, saying that we're Filipino, but here in the U.S., who are we? Because we're, we're, we're married and mixed racial, right? And that's how I, right. I ended up really launching Fan TV Global Network. I'm, not, I'm sorry, the Philam Network, before I went to the Global Network. And give us a little more details about this. I, I, I actually had heard about Fan TV before, and then our mutual friend Eric Zuli had mentioned about it a little bit. So talk about some of the stuff that's, on the network and the things that go on there. I mean, if you have anything that's coming up, please talk. I would love to hear more about fan TV, my brother. Yeah, man. You know, like, um, so, you know, I was going, I was actually went to the, uh, LA area, you know, um, my first interview was with Manny Pacquiao, <laughs> to be honest with you. We interviewed Manny Pacquiao wow. and covered him on his first fight with, uh, yeah. Wow. With, 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 Bradley basically. And, uh, so we went there, and uh, my boy Eric Zuli, you know, we've, me and him go way back, maybe 10, 11 mm-hmm. years, man. Uh, he's like Mr. Hollywood, dude. So uh, I, I've rolled with E uh, for, for a while, man. And, uh, you know, um, going to L.A., I, I do a lot of stuff. We cover a lot of red carpet events. Uh, we cover a lot of celebrities um, and uh, big special events. And also we've covered beauty pageants like Miss Philippine USA, you know, so like mm. my network, man, it, it was like it covers everything you can think of and all doors are open for me, man. Uh, just doing Philadelphia Network uh, opened uh, so much uh, opportunities where a lot of celebrities of, of all walks of life came around. And I said, man, th- this, 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 this uh, Philadelphia Network, it got so big to the point now I have eight channels right now, bro. Basically, wow. Fan TV LA, Fan TV Sports. Uh, Asian Global TV Network, the Latin American Network. We have also a TV station. We're working with KXLA Channel 44 that has 5.6 million household reach and about maybe 23 23 million people from LA, OC, Riverside, San Bernardino, Ventura. And it's it's a satellite TV. uh, It's an internet. uh, It's on satellite TV. It's a cable TV. And it's it's on direct TV. So, man, it covers everything even on the air. that's, That's the thing that we've been working on right now. But... The most interesting thing is, man, I'm not even from L.A., but when I go there, man, people think I, 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 I'm, I'm from L.A. So when I go back to the Bay Area, which I live in, they think I'm from L.A., man. So that's just what it is, brother, you know, because I, I like to dress up a lot, man. Uh, from the corporate world where I was, I've always had three-piece suits. I always wear my shades with three-piece suits, and lately I've been wearing all these uh, hats with, with the suit and all that. So it's kind of like been trending for a while, so a lot of people... Sometimes mistaken me for uh, an actor, um, model, or a famous guy, right? But I'm basically, for me, I just feel like I'm just the president with, with Fan TV Global Network that's really giving a voice in the face of everybody and creating content and giving opportunities to really showcase what we have and our talents. Wow. Well, I've seen some of your most recent pictures, and I'll tell you, you are, the way you dress, you are cleaner than the Board of Health. I'm telling you right now, you are, there is not a bad <laughs> spot on you because you look clean every time I see you on, on social media. 866 Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Oh, you know what? I just wanted to share with you. The reason why I dress good right now, uh, I always dress good, is because remember I said when I was young, one day I would dress good <laughs> because people made fun yeah, of my yeah. clothes, right? Yeah. So that's one, one effect that made me who I am just for success in my mind. Right. And then, and then people, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, made fun of me and that my auntie called me dumb and stupid. So right after high school, brother, I self-educated myself. You know, I went, I utilized okay. the bank to actually, uh, get certified and go to school and go to class because I couldn't afford school. So, you know, that's why right now, man, uh, for me, it, it was like really personal development that really helped me and, and the experience that, uh, for every put down people said to me, it was my success, you know what I mean? Because to me, it was a learning experience. One thing people got to understand is you learn from all the hardest things in life and you become stronger, wiser, smarter, and more confident about yourself. So uh, you can never, don't oh, ever man. take things for granted where, oh, this happened to me or uh, people made fun of me. Take it as a blessing to the point where one day I will show you guys where I'm going to be. And you, you guys hear this guy preaching, man. That's Dean Arcelia. It's the president, founder, and CEO of Fan TV here on 
the movement on Voice America. My name is Shannon D. Hughes, and I am your host. So let me step back for a second and ask you a question before we come forward again. Your family, how how have they taken your success? Are they proud of you? I know we're talking about your aunt a little bit. How how have they absorbed your success? How, how, How have they taken it? That, that that's funny, man. Because uh, sometimes uh, my dad can't even believe it. <laughs> my mom says, "Wow, I see she watches this. She watches this TV show, and here's a commercial of me promoting uh, something on the on the TV network, right? Uh, one of the biggest uh, 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 Filipino TV show, which I did one segment for uh, a movie, <laughs> and I, I didn't know they used that one too, and." Uh, Man, it's uh, that it's so unreal, brother. And and for me, it's just like I don't ever see what I do. And then my mom and my brother asked me, "Hey, did you ever look back what you've done and what you created?" Because I said no, because I keep building, bro. Because you know, success is the best revenge in life, and I keep I keep building. And for me, I love what I do. You know, the banking industry. The reason I left is because, man, it, six to seven days a week, twelve hours to eleven hours takes my whole life. Where. It, it it really affects you in your relationship and your family time, you know. So this was yes. a blessing to, uh, you know, do Fan TV Global Network. People said, oh, "Are you crazy, man? You're making so much money." You, you know, <laughs> I had this uh, vision that I would change the world one day, bro. From from just having Kilam Network to eight TV network channels. Now we're Fan TV Global Network. You know what I mean? So uh, the Fan TV right. Global Network is actually the the mother page for all my 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 channels that you can actually click on now. It's uh like I said, man. It was, it, for me, it was just really just seeing and building my dream, what I love, and and my 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 family, like my my parents, they're, they could, they couldn't really believe. They think sometimes I'll, I'll be like they can't believe it to the point they think is this guy real? Yeah, right, right. But then when they hear from their friends and family, I come out there, bro, in the in 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 the in the community in, in the in, in our family events. All the friends they come to me. I seen you here. I seen you there. You know what I mean? It's like. You're really that famous, you know. What I mean, that's what they're saying to me, right? And I said, I never said I was famous, but they did, <laughs> right. right? So I don't talk about myself. People just say that, brother. And, and and I just said, I stay humble. You know what I mean? I don't ever act like I'm right. the biggest thing. You know? That's right. Let 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 them do the talking. You just let your actions talk for themselves. I love it. Absolutely. We got about Absolutely. five minutes left in the show. Would you please, first of all, so I got about three things to ask of you before we let you go here. First of all, let it, let everybody know how they can. You know, check in on how to tune in to Fan TV and all your other sites. If you got any other social media stuff, please throw it out there, my friend. Okay. Well, everybody, if you guys want to check us out, you know, go to fantv.tv. Again, www.fantv.tv. And once you click in there, you'll see eight channels in there. You'll see my boy Eric Zuli down there. You're going to see my boy Shannon's uh, show coming down representing uh, on, on, on my network there, too. So, you gotta check it out. You know, we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and just go to fantv.tv, and you you'll be able to see the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just under fantv.tv. And we will put that up when we replay the episode later. I'll put all that information up. I got two more things for you today, my friend. Talk about really quickly. Uh, you were the the vice president of the Filipino Chamber of Commerce. What kind of honor was that? Tell me about that really quick. Yeah, man. So. You know, it, it, I was actually still in the banking industry, man, and uh, I, I was I was a business consultant, business advisor, um, and business specialist. So the chamber came to me, and uh, you know, everybody was looking around, man. They're all older than me, bro. Maybe twice the, my age, <laughs> and I'm this young kid in the suit, mm-hmm. and uh, they're putting me, and and and, and they said, oh, he's going to be the VP uh, for the uh, Filipino American Chamber of Commerce for the whole San Mateo County, right? And everybody was just looking at me, man. Everybody's somebody, you know. They're like. You know, the, the, these these Filipino businessmen, uh, you know, with all the Mercedes, those wearing all these nice suits, and they have their own businesses. Here I come in the banking industry, man, and, and, and I'm here as their vice president and all that. So, you know, it, it, it was pretty cool, man. It's just like people were wondering what it was all about. And that was when I, I was in between um, also um, launching my, the first Philam Network TV channel in history. Wow. That that is amazing. I, from five years old to this, as I said, the name of this episode, from boy to man to fan, this is so impressive. But then we have about three minutes before close, uh, and I want to thank you for so much for coming on my show. Can you just take a quick minute 
or two here to just leave a, a message to the movement nation about staying positive and just making the movements and just kind of, um, I had a video today I posted online called The Walking Dead where people walk around like zombies and they're not engaged and they're letting things bring them down. Just take a minute or so and just leave a positive message for my, for my listening audience, if you please. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You know, life is a journey, right? And everybody goes through something. So never prejudge anyone because you don't know what you don't know. Uh, you know, in order to be successful, you're going to get those biggest challenges and it's going to test you in life, you know. It'll make you or break you. But one thing that really uh, made me go forward is God. You know, you have to have God. If you don't have God, and this is just my opinion, or anyone higher up that you guys look up to, you need someone that's positive because through, through the darkest and hardest times and lonely times, you need God to really direct you to the right place because he's always there for you. And, and for me, that was always a blessing. You know, I, I've always said, like, uh, I have a strong faith in life. And, you know, life is, life is big, man. Like they say, you know, life is too big. Like, how could you change the world, you know? And I heard this from one, one of the guys I used to kind of be mentored to. He says, the world's too big to change. So you can't expect to change the world, but when you change your world, the whole world changes around you. You are the person you surround yourself with. And, and that's very important, man. You become that person that you're around, you know. And again, you know, uh, one thing that inspired me when I was young and I was doing some stuff where I think I was 18 or 19, I, I heard Les Brown, you know, I was doing this marketing stuff. He said, you got to be willing to do the things today that others won't do. You don't have the things tomorrow that others won't have. So with that said, guys, you know, thank you very much and God bless you. That was Dean Arcelius, founder of Fan TV here on Voice America. Dean, uh, thank you for sharing the movements in your life. Thank you for starting your movement, and I really, really appreciate you being on the movement today. I really appreciate having you on today, my friend. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. An honor. That is it for the movement, man. I'm, I'm getting choked up about this. This was this was awesome. Uh if you want to hear the, the replay of this episode, you can go to iTunes, you can go to Spotify, you can listen on demand and, and at Voice America on the Influencers Channel dot com. Please questions. If you got any questions, please email the show Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes the dot com. If you want to comment on the show, that is it. If you don't have any movement in your life, then what are you doing? Again, 315 days left in 2019. Get started, ladies and gentlemen. I am Shannon D. Hughes, and you are a part of the movement. Thank you very much. See you all next week. Thank you for joining us for the movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. We're making it easy.